commanding a presence. Well, who doesn't want to do that? I mean, what's the point of even speaking your words if nobody's going to listen? We've got to be able to command a presence and control the conversation. We've got to stand and own the space to keep people with us. That's what I'm talking about on today's episode. I think you're going to really like this one, and I don't want you to miss a minute. Welcome to Captivate the Room with your host, internationally known voice expert, Tracy Goodwin, an award-winning speaker who has taught hundreds around the globe to make a big impact with their voice. This podcast is for anyone who wants to step onto a bigger stage, make a bigger impact, and have a voice that makes people listen. Presentation matters, and the voice is the missing link. Join in and you'll see why. Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Goodwin, and I'm so glad to have you with me today as always. Thank you so much for your shares and your downloads and for being a subscriber. I love being on this voice journey with you, and I've got a great episode for you today. Today, we're going to talk about commanding a presence. Now, what does it mean to command a presence? Well, it means that when you speak, people listen. When you speak, you captivate the room. When you speak, people aren't looking at their phones. They're giving you all their attention and they're somewhat mesmerized by you. A lot of people want to command a presence, and a lot of people don't feel like they command a presence. A lot of people don't even feel like anybody's listening or that they're heard. I love what one of my mentors always says. He says, Tracy, your work is so important because what's the point in talking? What's the point in having the great words if nobody's going to listen to them? right? And he's right. So I want to talk about the mistakes that people make that keep them from commanding a presence, keep them from people listening to them. First, you're not owning what you're saying. The biggest issue around commanding a presence is what I call tentacles out. And tentacles out is You are letting the audience and their reactions and their responses that you see and do not see determine how you're delivering your message. And you are not committed or owning what you're saying because in your mind, you're worrying about what we're thinking or you're reading our reactions and speaking accordingly. This is one of the reasons that people struggle to command a presence on video is because they're operating in the world off of reaction. People say it to me constantly. I do fine on stage. I do fine in conversations because I can see what the other, because I can read the other person's reactions, but that is not the way to ultimately command a presence because the truth of the matter is you may see them smile or you may see them frown or you may see them do this, that, or the other, but unless you've asked them what they're thinking, you don't know. 
I could be smiling and thinking at the same time, this is a train wreck or vice versa. I could have a frown on my face because of whatever. And in my mind, I might be thinking, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. And you're letting the tentacles out determine how you're going to commit to what you're saying, how you're going to deliver it, how you're going to stand and own. That's the biggest mistake is that you have those tentacles out and you've got to bring those tentacles in and commit to whatever you're putting out. If you don't believe in it, how in the world am I going to believe in it? Another thing that keeps people from commanding a presence is lack of established connection. And that can come from a lot of different things. A lot of it can come from being behind masks, like needing to prove or people-pleasing or chip on my shoulder. The mask puts you into that tentacles out. And really and truly, tentacles out means you're not getting in. They're not getting in. The listener's not getting in. Hiding behind a mask puts tones in your voice that keep you from commanding a presence because I can't connect with you. Lack of uh, being able to connect with you, you'll never be able to command in such a way that I listen. Talking at me is another way that you won't command a presence because commanding a presence is about collaboration and I want to be a part of what you're talking about. And if you're talking at me, I already know in my subconscious that I cannot be a part of what you're talking about and I will disconnect. So it goes back to that dis- that connection Connection is a huge piece about commanding a presence. You've got to speak in such a way that people can connect with you. Playing small, and that means vocally and with your words and not filling the space and actually trying to shrink, keeping the eyes off of you. A lot of times I'll talk about fast. And people speak really fast. And one of the reasons people will tend to speak fast is they don't want eyes on them. You're not going to command a presence if you cannot stand and own what you're talking about, which means not playing small, not shrinking, not disappearing, but rather filling the space and standing there and owning the space and controlling the conversation. I love it when I work with people and I get to teach them to stand and own and control the conversation. It's amazing to watch because they go from hurry up and get their message out and make sure they got it right and tentacles out and they're not commanding a space. They're getting, you know, they're they're putting their words out there to fully owning everyone's attention because they are committed and all of these other things that I'm saying. They're no longer playing small. Playing small, you're not going to command a presence. And the subconscious wants you to play small because the subconscious thinks that's safer. Little by little, you get quieter and your vocal variety gets flatter 
and you start questioning yourself more and you get up in your head more and you try to get the words right more and you speed up more and now you'll never command a presence doing any of that. Lack of vocal variety comes out of all of that. Masks, talking at me, playing small, staying on one note, like speaking too fast, there's not going to be any vocal variety. You cannot command a presence without owning and without creating a journey, without making me feel. If you can make me feel, I'm not going to take my eyes off of you. If you're doing a data dump or questioning what I'm thinking and basing your delivery on that, you're not going to command my attention. You've got to own the space. You've got to own what you're talking about. And you've got to make me feel something. And and this is where people get it wrong. These are the main things that I deal with on the, on the daily. People want to make a bigger impact with their message. They want to command a presence. They want to grow their business. You know, I, somebody I was talking to the other day said, this is what you do, Tracy. You help people scale their business without investing in more money or more staff or more advertising or more products. You help them scale their business by how they use their voice to command a presence and make people feel something. If I'm not even going to listen, and it goes back to what I said, if you're not commanding my attention, if you're not making me feel, I'm not going to stop and listen. Now, I may be standing there and I may be looking at you, but chances are good I've already checked out because you're not making me, there's no reason for me to stay mentally, emotionally, and hear what you have to say. So there is a large percentage of your audience that hasn't bought from you, and this is the reason why. You are not commanding a presence. You are not commanding their attention. You are not owning and filling the space, and you are not making them feel anything. You're not using your voice in such a way to make them feel like you have got their answer. You, you may be saying it in, in words, but what do you want them to feel? with those words? How do you make them stop and listen to make them feel? Well, it starts with commitment. It starts with a concept I call stand and own. It starts with bringing the tentacles back in and you don't get to decide how I'm going to be. You don't get to decide how I'm going to deliver my message. Now, I stand and own. I am always out of the corner of my eye watching what you're doing. But that's not, I'm not letting that determine what I'm going to do. I use that data to determine shifts that I'm going to make, but not full on delivery of me. I am consistently the same all the time. On this show, if you work with me, if you come to my house, when I talk to my son, when I talk to my friends, I am always consistently the same. That doesn't change. I remember I was doing a workshop one time, and I may have told you this story. Out of the to the to the right, it was a small workshop. I don't know, maybe 15, 20 people in it. 
There was a guy to the right. Out of the corner of my eye, he hated me. And everybody worked with me in the workshop. So, so I interacted with him. Every reaction was negative and hostile. When I worked with him, it was an attack. Tried to shame me, tried to tear me down, was really awful to me. And it didn't faze me one bit. There was a split second in my mind that thought, well, I can do what I used to do 25 years ago, and I can put all my focus on this guy and trying to make him happy and trying to get it right for him and adjusting it, adjusting my delivery, adjusting who I am. Now, I probably did that in the early years of my career, but I didn't. I consistently delivered the commanding presence that I do. I stood and owned the room. I controlled the conversation by how I was making people feel. I engaged with him, but he didn't rattle me. He was hostile, but he didn't rattle me. And I'll tell you what's the funny part about that story is when I got back to the hotel, before I'd even got back to the hotel, I was out of town doing this workshop. I had an email from him and I thought, oh, here we go. And and this was the only email I got. Nobody else emailed me from the group. And he thanked me for such an outstanding presentation. If I had adjusted who I was and altered my presence in any way, like played smaller because I was uncomfortable because he was so hostile to me, I wouldn't have gotten that email. No matter what is going on around you, no matter what you think they're thinking, no matter what their body language says, no matter what they verbally say, you continue to stand and own. You continue to take them on a journey. You continue to control the conversation. You don't hide behind masks. I could have gotten defensive with that guy. I could have put up a mask of defense, but I didn't. I could have played small, but I didn't. I could have gotten on one note. Well, I don't know if I could have. I don't know if I can do that. But it's possible, but that's what happens to people. But I stayed steady, commanding that space. I didn't speed up because I was uncomfortable. I didn't alter anything. Not one thing. I may have in a split second in my mind thought to, but not one thing. And that is how you command a presence. And you can all do it. It's just technique that you plug in, you plug it in, you repeat it, it becomes the new normal. But the biggest problem of all in people's inability to command a presence is they're giving all their power away by having the tentacles out, by letting the audience determine who they are going to be when they deliver their content. And that is the mistake that will keep you from ever commanding a presence. So you've got to bring those tentacles in. Okay? All right, I'm going to leave it there for you to mull over, for you to chew on, for you to try out. But that's it for today. Until I see you next time, you know what to do. Get out there and speak your truth. Just do it beautifully. Thanks for listening to Captivate the Room with Tracy Goodwin. You can reach out to her at CaptivateTheRoom.com and be sure to grab The Voice Formula, a free video series that will help you start making a bigger impact with your voice today. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on iTunes. 